go ahead. The time is now! Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and welcome to the show for Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. So glad you are here, bright and early, ready to roll. My name is Ike Wingate. It's an honor to know you are here waking up with us. We are going to try to get your day off to the best start possible. Celebrity birthdays coming up, random facts also on the way, and your national and world news roundup. That's all on the way this hour, being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Later in the show, we'll talk about the NFL statement on the makeup game after Monday night's game was called off. Then uh, singer Jelly Roll has a New Year's resolution. We'll talk about that. And a guy lost 20K in a chimney. That's next hour right here. It's all coming up today and a whole lot more on the Ike Wingate Show. Good morning. We are expecting a high today of 48, so a little cooler out there for sure today. Sunny, though, and uh, mostly clear tonight with a low of 33, so definitely cooling off tonight. Sunny and 48 tomorrow. It's going to be windy all week long, by the way. Friday's high around 58 under mostly sunny skies. Same thing on Saturday. Highs in the upper 50s on Saturday. Right now, celebrity birthdays, kind of light on the subject, so we're going to go with Lisa Lisa Soberano, 24, television actress. Coco Jones, also a movie actress. She's 24 today. Uh, Jaden Martell is 19, the movie actor. Isaac Newton, it would have been his birthday today, but, well, he's been gone for a while. Uh, Daphne Keene, 17 years old today, also a movie actress. Labyrinth, the... Music producer is 33. Some lady named Lovely Peaches is 21 today. Wow. All right. R&B singer Kaylin White is 27. Emma McKay. I'm sorry. Emma Mackey. She's 26 today. Television actress. Baseball player Chris Bryant is 30. Running back for the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry is 28 years old today. It's my son's favorite player. Uh, let's see here. Bunch of YouTube stars. Pop singer Alexa Curtis is 18 years old. And basketball player Victor Wembanyama is 18 years old. Metal singer Till Linderman's 59. Fashion designer Tina Knowles is 68 years old today. And that pretty much does it. Those are your celebrity birthdays. Good morning. And it is that time of morning, time for your random facts, brought to you by the Tees and Trails Townhouse in Bella Vista. If you are looking for a peaceful getaway for only $99 a night, book now at teesandtrails.com. This newly renovated two-bedroom, two-bathroom townhouse sleeps up to eight people comfortably located right on the 17th fairway of the Dogwood Golf Course and just steps away from the back 40 mountain bike trail book now teesandtrails.com your first random fact the band duran duran got their name from an astronaut in the 1968 jane fonda movie barbarella okay come on there we go 
Uh, gold may be expensive, but it's not rare. Did you know you can find enough gold in the Earth's crust to cover the entire planet and be knee-deep in that gold? The entire planet, knee-deep in gold. How about that? Yeah. All right. Alphabet is an English word derived from Greek. The first two letters of the Greek alphabet are alpha and beta that in turn make the word alphabet. Yes, without the A at the end. So instead of alpha beta, it's alphabet. And now you know the rest of the story. All right. What else is going on here? Kangaroos once lived in trees. Yeah. Kangaroo ancestors lived in trees. Today, there are eight different kinds of kangaroos. And your final random fact, the Vatican City has a zero birth rate. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And we are expecting a high of 48 today. Sunny skies, though. Cooler tonight, 33 for the low under mostly clear skies. Sunny and 48 again tomorrow. Windy as well today and tomorrow and, well, the rest of the week. Uh, Friday, mostly sunny, 57 for the high. Same story on Saturday. Highs in the upper 50s there. This hour is being brought to you by the good folks at Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or you can call them on the telephone at 479-253-1234. Well, we are back to normal on the national and world news roundup now as we get through some of your main headlines out there. Sam Bankman-Fried pleaded not guilty to fraud yesterday and other criminal charges. The founder of FTX is set to begin his trial on October 2nd in Manhattan Federal Court. Wow, that is, that's a long ways away. He's accused of stealing billions of dollars of customer funds, defrauding investors and lenders to his trading firm, Alameda Research, and violating campaign finance rules with illegal political contributions. Bankman-Fried has previously said he did not intend to commit fraud, but has acknowledged making mistakes. A big-time headline uh, that is Washington sort of in an uproar, if you will. Representative Kevin McCarthy lost the third round of voting for House Speaker yesterday. The Republican leader who represents California's 23rd district needs the support of 218 of the 434 current House members. The GOP has 222 seats and the Democrats 212. There's one vacancy. In the third round of voting... McCarthy lost 20 Republican votes. That's up one from the first two rounds after Byron Donalds of Florida joined his opponents. McCarthy allies and detractors have refused to give ground, underlining the fractious nature of the GOP conference on its first day in control of the chamber. The speaker vote hasn't gone to a second ballot since 19. 23 and now it's already gone to three and who knows what's going to happen today all right your next headline u.s stocks edged lower after investors closed out 2022 with punishing losses the s&p fell uh, 0.4 percent tesla's 12 percent drop made it the biggest decliner in the index uh, the nasdaq composite lost 0.8 percent and the dow lost 0.3 percent and your next headline, NFL player DeMar Hamlin remains in critical condition after he collapsed in the first quarter of Monday night's game against the Bengals. He spent, of course, the last two nights in ICU, according to his team. He suffered cardiac arrest and had his heartbeat restored on the field. 
And your final headline here, more bosses are ordering workers to return to the office ASAP. In some cases, employers have said to stop working from home or face the axe. The demand to come in on uh, required days is inspiring some employees to push back. But as the job market shifts under threat of a recession, their leverage may be slipping, HR experts say. Meanwhile, a possible recession is making 2023's outlook even gloomier for office building landlords already reeling from remote work vacancies. And don't forget about layoffs potentially looming. And a couple numbers here, 48.4%, that's Google and Meta's estimated combined share of the U.S. digital ad spending for 2022. Yeah, so it dropped. Yeah, they haven't been below 50% of the digital ad spending market share since 2014, and experts say it's going to continue to drop as Amazon, TikTok, and other streamers are becoming forces in online advertising. And finally, 100,000, that's the number of people that will be attending the Consumer Technology Association's CES Tech Show this year. Uh, Typically, before the pandemic, the show saw about 200,000 attendees in Las Vegas. Of course, CES went fully virtual last year and attracted about 44,000 people. But as we said, uh, they expect 100,000 people when the show opens this, well, tomorrow on Thursday. So those are your headlines from around the country and around the world. Good morning. Not sure if you heard this news or not, but after the collapse of DeMar Hamlin on Monday night, the game was postponed between the Bengals and the Bills. Uh, It was, of course, suspended, I should say, after the serious injury that DeMar Hamlin uh, suffered. And the NFL has announced that the game will not resume this week. They've made no decision regarding the possible resumption of the game at a later date. That's according to a spokesperson for NFL Communications. The league has not made any changes to the Week 18 season schedule. So Week 18 games go on as planned. It raises a lot of questions due to the fact that here we are very close to the playoffs. So there's a lot of implications for teams, right? And then kind of a weird not super important thing is uh, fantasy football. There's people that their leagues have not been able to establish a champion because there are looming unresolved, there's an unresolved game. So just little things, obviously, I think everyone realized after watching that game that this is just a game. Football is just a game, and it's pretty scary when you see someone nearly lose their life in front of the world like that. But it is still a business, and things still have to go on. Livelihoods are associated with it, and therefore some questions still have to be answered. But the Bills, I'm sorry, the uh, NFL, uh, they're not saying what's going to happen just yet. So I think they probably, you never know, they they may announce something today. I don't know, but they're saying this weekend's games will go on as planned. Now, just a side note, uh, as it relates to fantasy football uh, in our league that I play in they there were no Bills or Bengals players and uh, yeah I was able to get the championship so nothing to take away from the DeMar Hamlin story just adding into it that it was uh, 
you know, we were able to resolve the championship. And I'm the champion! So, there you go. All right, now, another cool story about this DeMar Hamlin thing is he was raising money for a toy drive. And I think his goal was something like $2,500. And after his injury, people went online just wanting to do something. And uh, so far, over $4 million in donations have come in for this toy drive. So kind of a cool um, side story that's come out of this is people just wanted to do something and the generosity from those around the country and around the world has raised uh, over $4 million when it was set to just raise $2,500 to give some kids some toys. Which begs the question, I mean, wouldn't he have already done, given the toys away? But I don't know, maybe he left the the fundraiser open and people found it and... Yeah, the GoFundMe page is there, and uh, people are donating like crazy. So, cool side story there. But we'll tell you what we hear, of course, when we hear it regarding, like, like we're, you know, we're in the know. You know, we got a direct line to Roger Goodell at the NFL. So, when he makes a decision, he'll let me know, and I'll let you know. No. <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah. No, that's, that's not true. All right, good morning. And we are expecting a high near 48 today. Sunny skies cool tonight with 33 for the low under mostly clear skies. And tomorrow's high 48 under sunny skies. Windy all week long. All right, let's do this. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, there's a lot of ways that you can burn through cash. Am I right or am I right? Well, you could literally burn through cash, though. That's what happened to a guy in Italy. He was trying to recover more than $20,000 in government bonds. And guess where he decided to hide them? He hid them up in his chimney. He was worried about burglars finding the bonds in his apartment in Rome, so he stashed them in his chimney and didn't tell anybody, including his wife, who decided to light a little fire around Christmas. Yeah, a little warmth, a little warm fire. Maybe she was going to roast some chestnuts. I don't know, but all the bonds burned up, literally burning through the money he walked in saw the fire and almost passed out government bonds in italy come with serial numbers so if you have the numbers and lose the bonds you can get them reissued wow well there is a silver lining it's not clear if he's been able to track the numbers down though so he may have lost out on the dollar bills because it all went up in smoke that's stranger than fiction and this hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call them at 479-253-1234. Good morning to you. We are expecting a high around 48 under sunny skies. Well, this is an interesting story. You know the guy, the singer. He's a singer. His name is Jelly Roll. In these white lines, I'm just a All right, so he's a big dude, right? Hence the name Jelly Roll. Yeah, he he has been sort of a rapper, and has this song that came out to country radio last year, of course. So he's a big dude. His brand is Jelly Roll, right? But guess what he's doing this year? He's focusing on weight loss in the new year. That is part of his resolution. He just did a recent interview with Music Mayhem and said, I'm going to spend the first couple of months of the year focusing on family and health. 
I lost some weight this year in 2022, but in 2023, I want to finally conquer the demon. I don't leave for a big tour until about the middle of the year, so he plans on taking the first half of the year to tighten the album up and get some work in and lose some weight. Okay, well, what does that mean for his name? He won't be Jelly Roll anymore? So what, what what will that make him? A jelly frittata? I mean, will he have to think of a brand new name? When your whole brand as an artist, as an entertainer, as a singer, or anything is associated with one certain thing and then you change it, you know, when someone who's named Jelly Roll walked in the room and they're super skinny, you're like, I don't get it. So I don't know what he should change his name to but maybe he needs to re rethink this at least maybe if he does lose a lot of weight he needs to keep a uh, a sumo suit around just to stay in line with the uh with the image you think anyway so instead of jelly roll what do you think his name should be i don't know let's hear from you 870-505-1518 text it in let's go And a very pleasant good morning to you. We are headed to a high of 48 today under sunny skies. going to be windy out there as well. Thanks so much for waking up with us here in the new year. Were you one of the lucky folks out there that tried to travel over the holidays via airline? Well, according to this story from Reuters, Southwest Airlines is being sued for not providing refunds after their big meltdown. Yes, they're being sued by a passenger who said that Southwest Airlines failed to provide refunds to passengers that were left stranded when an operational meltdown led the carrier to cancel more than 15,000 flights uh, there in the last week of December. In a proposed class action lawsuit filed on December 30th in New Orleans federal court, Eric Capdeville has accused Southwest of breach of contract after a fierce winter storm that swept across the U.S., uh, upended the carrier's schedule. All right, so though Southwest has promised to reimburse passengers for expenses, Captaville said it offered only a credit to him and his daughter after scrapping their December 27th flight to Portland, Oregon from New Orleans and then being unable to book alternative travel. Affected passengers, quote, cannot use their airline tickets through no fault of their own, and they are not getting the benefit of their bargain with defendant, the complaint said. Uh, In a statement yesterday, Southwest had no comment on the lawsuit, but said it had several high-priority efforts underway to do right by their customers, including processing refunds from canceled flights and reimbursing customers for expenses incurred as a result of the irregular operations. What a debacle. I feel bad for the people who got stranded and basically they were up a creek. Yeah, so many different flights canceled and really, you know, Southwest said it was due to limited staffing. The staffing at Southwest said it was a complete meltdown of the software. Maybe it was a little bit of both. I don't know, but everyone's sort of pointing the finger at each other. And creating a huge mess. Kind of like Congress. Good morning.
Your headlines. Governor-elect Sarah Huckabee Sanders announced yesterday in a news release that she'll nominate Joe Profiri, a key player for the Arizona Department of Corrections, as secretary of the Arkansas Department of Corrections. Sanders cited Profiri's experience in correctional oversight among the reasons for the appointment. Profiri will replace Arkansas Department of Corrections Secretary Solomon Graves, who helped oversee the agency's response to the COVID-19 pandemic. And Coach Sam Pittman of the Arkansas Razorbacks football team has lost three assistants this offseason, and it's possible a fourth could happen. Mississippi State head coach Zach Arnett has Arkansas offensive coordinator Kendall Bryles at or near the top of his list for the same job there. Bryles is set to make $1.25 million this season and $1.3 next year at Arkansas. 24-7 Sports is the source on the story. And finally, a Missouri inmate was executed yesterday for a 2003 killing, becoming what is believed to be the first transgender woman executed in the United States. Amber McLaughlin, 49 years old, was convicted of stalking and killing a former girlfriend, then dumping the body near the Mississippi River in St. Louis. McLaughlin's fate was sealed earlier Tuesday when Republican Governor Mike Parson declined a clemency request. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And we are headed to a high of 48 today. Sunny skies in the forecast. Windy out there, though. Cool tonight, 33 for the low sunny and 48 tomorrow mostly sunny and high in the upper 50s both on friday and saturday again windy conditions out there well we've talked about new year's resolution ad nauseum uh, but you uh, gov has conducted a survey of the top new year's resolutions that we have made for 2023 well are you wondering If people out there are still keeping their resolutions, are you keeping yours? I don't know. Well, a poll leading up to New Year's found that 37% of us were planning to make a resolution this year. Another 17% said that they might. They would not commit to it. Here's the top 10 resolutions made for 2023. According to the poll, number 10 is learning something new. Number 9 is spending more time with family. Number 8, improving your mental health. Number seven is pay down debt. Number six is try to be happier in general. Number five, lose some weight. Number four, eat better. Number three, work out more. Wow, they're all kind of related. And then number two, be healthier in general. So one is try to be happier in general. And then the number two on the list is to be healthier in general. And the number one New Year's resolution out there, according to this poll, is save money Yes, we all need to save a little money, pay down a little debt, get a little healthier, eat a little better, be a little happier. Seems like that's a song. I don't know. Anyway, the poll also found that almost no one makes a resolution expecting to fail at it. Everyone pretty much thinks that they're going to succeed. So that's good. Hey, you need to have confidence. You need to believe it. And you need to be motivated to do it. So happy resolutions out there. Good morning. Well, that is going to do it for me, Ike Wingate. I am out of here on your Wednesday. What a day, what a day, what a day. Well, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Wednesday. Remember, you know, I know yesterday was hard getting back into the swing of things. But just think of it. After today, you're over the hump. It's a short work week. 
if you were off on Monday. So you're well on your way. I believe in you. I believe in you. I also believe in Tradio and the power of buying, selling, and trading. Anthony Ryder is coming in at 10 o'clock on 107.1 to get you your buying, selling, and trading fix. Yes, after the first of the year, maybe your resolution is to get rid of some stuff and make some cash. Well, Tradio can help you out with that resolution. Or maybe your resolution is, you know what? I need to buy some stuff. Yep, I've been putting it off. I need to go ahead and get the things that I need to accomplish the tasks that are on my list. Well, how about getting in on Tradio? Talking food is coming up before that. Olivia Ryder is going to take the guesswork out of your lunchtime and dinnertime plans. And on uh, 100.9 The Haven, radio for the Eurekan and all of us, Keith is coming in at 10 o'clock with the rock that will get you gracefully and easily through your work day here on Hump Day Wednesday. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Well, that is going to do it for the Ike Wingate Show podcast. Thanks for being here and listening to what we have to say. It's an honor to know that you've been spending time hearing the podcast. Would love for you to subscribe, maybe rate the podcast, or write a review. All of these things help us to gain more and more exposure and grow the show and bring things to you on the show that we wouldn't otherwise be able to do without a larger audience and support from sponsors. This is the Ike Wingate Show, and you can contact us anytime by texting or calling 870-505-1518. You can email us, show at IkeWingate.com, or go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash IkeWingate. Thanks for listening to the show. Have a great day.